So I've been doing a good job at this whole relaxing thing for the holidays. Uh, after so many years in school, particularly these last two stressful years of grad school. Uh, finally starting to remember how to relax. Of course, there's always something somewhere, whether it's news or family or something that always does a, seems to do a good job of getting in the way of that. So, uh, recently, someone I know was um, someone I know was talking to one of their instructors, and their instructor said something along the lines of uh, quote the black race is lazy unquote so yeah and of course I mean I am a black man I am African American so of course I take some kind of more than some kind of offense to that and also because it's not a new this is not like a new I guess feeling or stereotype people have said this many times I've heard this many times in the past uh, of course my first instinct is to get angry uh, for someone who says like the blacks are a lazy race or black race is a lazy is lazy or something like that and uh And of course, I was angry as soon as I heard this. Um, and I was, ironically, the reason I try not to get angry was not because... I try not to get angry purely because I want to keep the same level of relaxation I had for, the, uh, for most of the holidays. So I purely did not want to get angry because I, wanted, I didn't want to spoil my holiday. Uh, it turns out that actually... That's a pretty good advice to myself overall, just in life. In other words, um, I realized after that that it's just the good. It's a pretty, it's pretty good advice to not necessarily withhold one's anger but to look past the anger and see what's underneath it sounds this kind of sounds kind of very zen uh, this particularly applies to me though because i personally am someone who has f always been fueled by anger like even my professional endeavors have been fueled by anger like i i know i don't need to prove anything to someone but the anger from what i've experienced and what i've been told by my peers or what I've heard from my peers like that anger drives me to prove everyone wrong about the stereotypes surrounding for example black males from Mississippi such as myself so and usually my first response to a lot of things I hear in the news is anger as well and that's just something that's been a part of who I am for a long time and even though it's nice that I can extract a lot of drive and ambition from anger it's also something that I don't necessarily want to continue in other words I am not necessarily I am not particularly 
happy with the fact that anger anger is such a big big driver for me uh and i'm sure it will continue to be a big driver for me but uh the fact that it's my primary express emotion is not does not sit well with me so um that's where this story comes in about the person talking about the lazy uh talking about blacks being a lazy race so once my friend told me that their instructor mentioned that the blacks are a lazy race instead of responding angrily with anger or disgust which is my first instinct I decided to not do that at all I decided to push past that and think uh, or basically I just try not to be angry because I didn't want to spoil my holiday that was the main reason but I actually discovered something really interesting which is once I push past all the anger once I, once I let all the angry thoughts and possible angry responses pass over all that was left was sympathy and empathy for this instructor that had said this uh, discriminatory comment in the first place so let me explain what I actually mean by that so sympathy the sympathy I have for this person came from the fact that I knew that they were misguided and that I know that this instructor who uh, I believe is also an immigrant I know that this instructor had been misguided by stereotypes that had already been present in America for a very very long time and that it is not necessarily their fault for what they said and of course it's their fault because they're the ones that said it but their views are strongly been, been uh, their views are strongly influenced by their experiences and everyone's experiences are strongly influenced by the stereotypes that surround them within a society so I felt a great deal of sympathy that this person was one of the many that was caught in the broad strokes they're being painted by many people across the United States uh, towards immigrants towards uh, all minorities including blacks including immigrants including uh, uh, everyone in this country uh, there's broad strokes for every group of people and those broad strokes are particularly damaging to people of color so I did feel a great deal of sympathy that he didn't get to actually experience the truth and instead was influenced by uh, that his judgment is being completely clouded by these broad strokes that he's been completely misguided um, and I feel that kind of sympathy because I enjoy so much of being I enjoy so much having unclouded judgment I enjoy so much being able to see the truth being able to see things from different perspectives that I actually have pity for people who do not have that privilege that opportunity to see things from the with perspectives the many different perspectives that uh that me or other people are able to. And I also felt empathy for him because, uh, believe it or not, I've actually felt like this before. Like, I have 
even as like a black male from Mississippi, I have felt um, distaste and I felt like a slight aversion and disgust towards other black people, towards my own race. And this is something that I actually don't talk about a lot because it's very surprising and very troubling to even mention it. Um, but for the longest time, through like from middle school to like most of high school, actually, I felt this way. I felt that I did not want to be around other black people. I felt like I never really fit in. But uh, what I realized is that a lot of my aversion towards black people was actually aversion towards the condition in which I was raised in Mississippi. It was an aversion to the condition that we as black people have found ourselves in due to the extensive and troubling history of the United States of America and how it's treated black people. Uh, I was raised in many areas that had, I went to school in many areas that had really poor public schools, like my hometown here in Greenville, like when I moved to Starkville. And uh, even when I moved to Northwest Ranking for for high school, which is a really well which is a really well rated school and really well off, but it's also very uh, racially dividing, very conservative and racially, uh, I guess, profiling school. Uh, county actually is Ranking County, Mississippi, and so that school also left its own scars, honestly. But I think. What I actually had an aversion towards was the circumstances in which I was raised in Greenville, very having very little opportunity, being in poor schools, uh, dealing with succumbing to peer pressure, to getting to trouble. What I really hated was all of those things, the condition in which my hometown was in. And because of historical reasons, there's associate, there's a strong association, there's a strong correlation between um, black communities and poor communities, black communities and communities with poor schools and uh, insufficient or I guess below average uh, schools, low performing schools and not well off curriculums. There's a big correlation between black communities and those types of uh, pure poor sorry uh, there's a strong correlation between black communities and poor underperforming communities from an educational standpoint because of the history of our country the history of for example the state of Mississippi has made sure that that, was, that is the case and so this actually led me to think that I really I hated black people because I always correlated being in black areas with being in bad areas. But in actuality, what I really hated is the condition that black people have to be in. And because of the strong correlation, I assumed that it was caused by black people when it's actually something that's been caused to black people, afflicted on us black people. And so... To circle this all the way back around to the original conversation, I actually had empathy for this person who said that blacks were a lazy race because I've actually been there. I've been that misguided, he's not a youth, but I've been the misguided youth who had those kind of uh, views. 
And it took me many years to realize I was misguided. It took me many years of living in it and trying to understand it to figure that out. And so, no, I don't expect them to, despite whoever tries to explain to him what the truth is, I don't expect them to get it in a day. I don't expect them to get it in a year. I don't expect them to get it in five years. He may not, it may not come to him that easily. But it is still something that needs to be talked about on a grander scale. It is something that we should not be afraid to talk about. It is something that we should not be hesitant to discuss when it is necessary. Such as in this case when this instructor made this very uh, blatantly discriminatory comment. And so all of this came from the fact that uh, I was willing to not succumb to the anger. I was willing to not succumb to just giving an anger response. And for me in particular, and I think for a lot of people actually, being angry is easy. It is, for me, it's the easiest emotion to express. And for a lot of people, it's very easy emotion to, it's very easy emotion to express in general. Uh, the hard part is actually to not, to uh, not necessarily withhold your anger, but to look past your anger and see what else is there what else how else do you feel what is making you angry about this and that's something that's been a very eye-opening something that could have been just like a very very tiny discriminatory comment and you know the the several discriminatory comments comments i hear remember every day this could have just been one little incident that instead has taught me a really valuable lesson, actually. I have to try to look past the anger and respond to things or analyze things in a more calming way. And also allow me to do a lot of introspection to see that to remember, you know, how I once was and how I once treated my own race. So it's very, very, actually surprisingly deep thing to think about um, over my winter holidays but yeah that was a that was all it's a really eye opener and I'm actually surprisingly uh, to say this but I'm actually really thankful for having that experience to be able to hear that someone because that person saying that made me think everything that I just explained here today so yeah it is December 30th, 2018, almost 2019. So on a happier note, happy new year. Two more days until 2019 starts. A brand new year, brand new opportunities. Goodbye, everyone. Have a wonderful New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and a great start to the new year. Best of luck in 2019. Of course, I'll be here. I'll stay in touch. See ya.